Cheers, everybody. Welcome to the third episode of our podcast, 16 Hours Apart. I'm Sunny. I'm Amy. And I'm Tony. So a new year for us juniors, especially in the second semester, something I'm sure everybody loves is standardized testing. Woo! College apps. College apps, college essays, college stress. So today we're going to be talking about education differences in the U.S. and China. And I know we've already kind of went over that in the first episode a little bit, but we want to elaborate because that's such an important part of like who we are. Exactly. As students, like it's such a big part of our identity. Okay, so since we're on the topic of like standardized testing, SAT and all that, ACT, and how would you compare testing in the U.S. and China and how they formatted differently? Yeah, so basically, I feel like testing in China is less important, uh, especially the chapter tests. But like the finals are extremely important. Kind of, it's like if you fail every chapter and do super well in the final, it's still fine. Like no one really cares. But in the U.S., it's kind of like cumulative, so you have to do well every single chapter. And the final, um, however, doesn't really matter because it's generally like ten or twenty percent of your grade. Yeah, I feel like it's more cumulative. They have like a like I don't know, testing is maybe forty percent of your grade. Um, finals is twenty. In China, it's like chapter test is just chapters doesn't matter. It's just the final that kind of like decides the 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 score you got in your final is kind of the score just you just have before the entire year. Like I've never seen like I don't think they even grade really the homeworks even like oh yeah they don't okay you don't record the grades like they gave you a grade like oh you got a 50 on your homework but like they don't it doesn't count towards your like final i think literally people can get like do no homework and they can go in for the gaokao or like the sat oh yeah yeah and they can still succeed but i feel like for me it's different because even in first grade Mm -hmm. my teacher was like grading like actually grading the homework based on how much you get wrong and if you get it wrong you have to do corrections Mm -hmm. like yeah for us we have to do corrections but like Back then, I didn't really care, and it didn't really matter because, like, as long as I do well at the very last test, like the final, like, no one really cares about what you get on the homework assignments. I remember such a big part of my, like, first grade experience was that my pencils weren't sharp enough. Oh like every like every night you have to sharpen the pencils and like mine just weren't sharp enough and then my teacher made me redo like my test she made me redo my homework just because my pencil weren't sharp enough oh, I and I was just like I was crying because like because she was mad at me because my pencils weren't sharp enough. Bro, speaking of pencils, like when I do strokes in Chinese, it's like in first grade they make you do it so hard. Yeah, exactly. And I remember my fingers used to be like so red and hurt because I like would do strokes so hard so the teacher would actually pass me. But like, I mean, now in the U.S., like no one cares if your pencils aren't sharp enough. Bro, like, like literally, I've seen the worst handwriting I've ever seen in the U.S. Like first grade in the U.S. is probably like you have this like the colored mats and you sit down and you listen like you listen to the stories. I think. But yeah, bro. Like the trick, my because I grew up in China with like the until like third grade. My brother spent his entire pre kindergarten here, bro. He did, didn't bring home a single actual homework assignment. His homework assignments are always like bring a hundred beads to celebrate the hundredth day of school. Like that was never <laughs> a thing in my like. I was like, oh, we celebrate that. I started having actual homework in like fifth grade. I want to say, whereas in China, oh, like I, I had homework in like preschool. Like they give us homework, like math homework, like actual like writing yeah. homework. I, I, I used to. Me and Terrible. my mom used to fight because of that. Because I'll be like, I want to go out, and she's like, No, you gotta finish your chapter six homework. Like when you were like six. Like, I'm like, Dude, I'm like four. Yeah, and literally. It's like, Dude. I mean, yeah. uh, sometimes in China, like when you did something bad, the teacher will make you 
copy the, the half of the book or like the entire chapter. Um, sometimes like back when I was in Australia, however, like in fifth grade, we basically didn't have any homework. And even if I don't do it, I can just like, just not do it. Really? Yeah, Australia? Like, yeah. Like, there's Australia. basically no homework. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just oh, like some projects, insane. like really easy. Nice. I mean, do you guys have any like fun experiences with testing in any of the two countries? Oh, I mean, bro, I remember. Yeah. I had this lucky charm back in like first grade in like elementary school. And for our finals, it was like six different headbands for six different subjects for the final. And I remember during my final, I didn't hide any cheat sheets or anything. I hid six headbands inside <laughs> my desk and I changed it every single test. But, but, but I did pass all my exams. Now, speaking of testing, um, there's another like standardized testing. I know we have the SAT, ACT, but in China, they have something much different called the Gao Call. Like, what do you guys think about that? Or, let's first explain what it is. It's, it's basically, Gao yeah, it's basically everything you... It's like a cumulative test of like three years of high school learning. In China, high school is just three years. Um, it's the most comprehensive test. And people generally who do well on the test say like they've encountered every single problem on the test, like similar problems on their practice. Um, that, that's how they get like a perfect score or anything to get into a best university in China. It's like the most competitive test It's a, ever. It's not just the most competitive. Like my mom told me when I was six, like it's the biggest test of your life. Like that test is going to determine your future. And it actually does because the score you get on it depends on what school you go to. Like not your extracurriculars, not your sports, not your like awards, not anything that you've done, just that one test. Not even like your performance or your ranking in your school. Just the one test, the score you get on that one test is what determines what college you go to, which is why it's so stressful. And it's so like so stressful and so competitive. Whereas well, like yeah, well like sometimes if you do like super well in like science Olympiad, you might get like early acceptance. That kind of happens in China too. But it's like you gotta be the you have to be like top, top. ten top ten na- in the nation or in the in the world. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I remember it's like they talked about how it's like the Chinese like in history, remember how it's like started like a long time ago with like the civil service exam. So yes, yeah, that's what it's called, civil service exam. And I remember the white kids were like, or like the kids in my class, they were like, "Oh my god, there is like he, that's like decides your life. That's so unfair." I'm like, it's still, it's still happening. It's still happening. It's not as if it's like the last century. It's still happening, like in the modern world. Like in in the U.S., it's like, yeah, sure, you can take your ACT, SAT, you can get a. 1600 that's fine but they couple it with your your ranking your gpa your extracurriculars your awards your leadership and your personal qualities i know so, so it's, it's like stressful i feel that. like it's two extremes like it's focus on only one thing or it's focus on literally everything where they do like yeah. a holistic review which one do you guys prefer more like the u.s way or the china like the chinese way Oh no, because I'm like a junior and I'm really stressed out about like all the extracurriculars and oh, all definitely. that. But so I'm like sometimes I'm like maybe just like taking one single test and deciding my future is like the best one. But it's like also like I'm not good at testing, so I'm probably gonna have to, you know. I think yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, but like the U.S. way kind of gives you more options because in China you kind of have to be good at testing and that's all that matters. But in in the U.S. you can be good at like multiple things and still get into a good college. It's kind of like the option of pursuing like something you're passionate about. But in the U.S., if you're only good at testing, you can't get you anywhere can. either way. Yeah, but like, no one's really, like, naturally good at testing, right? Yeah, or, like, studying. I don't know, it's just, like, people are not <laughs> bad at testing. who you are, like, but honestly, and all the two extremes, I think. Yeah, especially with, like... So do you guys know what, like, a regular schedule, like, day in the life of a Chinese high school student would be like? 
I know, like, I was recently in, like, a bunch of documentary made on, like, <laughs> East Asian countries, especially with, like, Korea, and they make it, like, so extreme on the YouTube. It's, like, oh, my God, 23-hour 20, day studying. I feel like, like they do. I, I feel like, like it kind of mirrors real life a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, to be to be true, like, all countries are kind of, like, you gotta study, like, whenever, but it's more, like, flexible yeah. in America, I think. In China, it's more, like, I know, because I, vis- I went back and visited a couple of my elementary school friends mm-hmm. back when I, a couple summers ago. Yeah. And then I remember they, I would be like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? It's like, it's 8 p.m. Like, you know, we can grab like a coffee or something to catch up. And they're like, no, I'm still studying. I'm still at school. I'll get off at 10. Do you want to go out? I'm like, dude, 10 o'clock, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so it's like crazy. I just found a, um like a high school, like timetable on my phone right here. And it's like, yeah. they wake up at 5.30. They do like exercise, but it's more like you it's mandatory for school. It's like it's like a dance. It's it's kind of like a dance <laughs> where you it's like an exercise routine where you like move your arms, move your legs. Like it's not like you run or I mean play tennis or anything like that. It's supposed to be good for you. I guess how I see how it's good for you, but it's like kind of strangely it's very it's like, like systematic. Forced upon you. It's very systematic. It's scary. Like I remember I used to do those in like elementary school, yeah. and they were like everybody would run like machines it's yeah. like they're like step by step left and right exactly. left right. I'm like dude it doesn't matter it's left so, right so systematic so like mechanized and then in from 6 to 6 30 they would read like read out loud maybe yeah. read an article is out that, like loud. the best high school or something Feels no like, this is just in general like it's yeah. all right and then from 6 30 to 7 they would eat breakfast um and then they would like have class all the way until like what like six yeah, and then yeah, six. even after six, they would have to, they have self-studying time all the way up until, like, ten. Yeah, literally. Like, and like, time to do your homework. Oh, speaking of scheduling, I remember one thing I liked about Chinese high school is that the cafeteria, they, because you know how school closes at ten, it's, like, not right closes, but, like, you know, yeah. you can stay till ten. And then, so, like, they literally, the cafeteria is open all the way. Oh, all really? Time. Like, at least for my high school, like, the high school I went and visited, it's, like, they would have, like, at night, they will have, like, snacks, like, tangyuan and all that. Mm. And then sometimes then they will have, like, the bre- early breakfast. And then the bre- they serve breakfast, too. They serve mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then, like, sometimes even evening, like, snacks. So it's, like, compared to America, they literally throw your hamburger and sandwich and call it a day. Interesting. And yeah. do, do they have any free time, though, with all the studying? I know. It's a, that's a concern. It's, like, they they don't. don't have flexible time it's like i remember people would eat like especially in the cafeteria like i was like oh my god it's great food but they would be like i literally have this like systematic lunch like you'll have rice soup and then and then they would eat so fast i remember they would like I have to be finished eating in like five minutes so i can go finish studying this chapter i'm like do you have a test next block no and i was like it's a criticism that they're kind of systematically studying like robots and they don't have any free time yeah, to literally. do anything, especially if they're on the last year of high school, like right before um, yeah. the test. Because that test is the, it's a big deal. It's a ter- like on the day of the test, the roads are blocked, like cars are advised to not go out. Um, there are no airplanes allowed to, allowed to fly. Anymore. Yeah, no airplanes are allowed to fly on the day of the test. And that's just what that I remember. is. It's like also like, illegal i think to like disturb someone while taking the gaokao or like, exactly standardized test and so it's crazy yeah it usually happens in june so every june my chinese tiktok are flooded with like good luck yeah and also like oh police gives this like student a ride because they're late like yeah. every year it's the same story. every year someone forgets their id yeah um 
But now, like, because of the stress, they're doing this, the Chinese government, they enacted a policy. It's called Trantian. I don't know how to, like, translate that. It's, it's like, kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like direct translation is like double minus. Yeah, I double guess. minus. And it's just, you're not allowed to have outside, like, tutoring. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a policy, dude. It's like ban all the um, after schools. After like, school, like. Extracurricular classes. No, like, like, like studying. It's like studying, yeah. Like studying classes. Course. Like, they still allow, like, extracurricular dance classes and all that. But it's like, it's literally illegal like they literally go in there like like a whole entire SWAT team just for like a teacher because they're teaching kids like math I'm like so I'm like going to I'm like why are they doing this like why it's it really happens I don't really know the reasoning behind I mean it's because people are learning things like way ahead of their like when they're five they're learning like I don't know algebra yeah it's just because they're getting ahead and that's like creating like stress and placing stress on people yeah, but, like, I feel like making this whole thing, like, such a big deal, especially, like, making them, like, illegal, like, sending a whole entire swamp team and all Just that. because it's illegal doesn't mean people are not going to do it. Yeah, still. still, but, like, why are you putting all these restrictions on them while also still making them, like, still standard in the society? It's exactly. Like, oh, your child's third, still learning algebra in third grade? Mine's already learning calculus, and they still do that. It's not like doesn't exist. It doesn't and because you is, put this policy on doesn't mean it's a sudden the entire society standard just like goes away in blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when I was like five, my Saturday schedule was um from like nine to like twelve. I I did math. Yeah, and then from like two to six, I did English. Like that's my Saturday when I was like five. Yeah, bro, where, where do you go? I used to go to this place called Xindongfang. It's basically oh, like the English. Kumon of like China. Yeah, basically. and it's like New Orientation. Is, is it, is it New Orient? Is that the English word? Is that I, the I don't know. Something word? like that. Yeah, I think it's probably something like that. It just teaches English. Bro, I even yours. remember I went back one year to take Spanish class there. I don't know why. What? I That's know. Crazy. It's like this new concept in English too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh my god! And apparently the entire place. But you know how Kumon's so successful in America? Yeah. And it's like the same thing. And then all of a sudden, just imagine all Kumon suddenly closed down because it's illegal. It's like kind of weird. Tony, do you want to talk a little bit about how the ranking system works in China? Uh, like that's the class a, divisions. Class division ranking system, because yeah. that's a big part. Yeah. So basically, students are divided into uh, more humanities major uh, and then like a STEM major. And there are three kinds of classes. The first one, the top one is like the honor classes. The second one is like experimental classes. And the lowest one is just like normal classes. And everyone wants to get into the top honor classes. You get into it by like taking an exam, uh, like a pre-high school exam, kind of like the ISE for private high schools. Everyone in China has to take it. If you do really well, you'll get into a good high school and also be placed into the best classes. If you don't, you will have to uh, go to a bad high school and a bad class. And uh, when it comes to selecting your major, uh, there is no specific things like biology or like say history, but it's more general. People are either doing something humanities related or like STEM related, and you're gonna take multiple classes on these subjects. And you only uh, define your major when you get into uh, a college that you apply to, and then you can specify, say like, I want to study law or I want to study biology. There's like a stereotype amongst the older generations that the smart people study STEM. Yeah. When that's I, what, that's what, like my dad told me, that's what my aunt told me, like the smart people like study STEM, like they go to STEM classes, humanities for our people who aren't yeah. as smart. Obviously that's not the case. Artists more and they're like, 
oh, it's kind of useless in society. You don't contribute to like the country. You don't help the country. Like it's useless. Your parents screw you up for nothing. Like, bro, I hear those a lot, especially like after like leaving schools and like change, yeah. come to America. And like, oh my God, you gave up on the country. And then you're like, we raised you up for nothing. I'm like, you didn't raise me up. You're my third distance cousin. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? And it's, it's so weird. And I mean, there's a stereotype that like, oh, like Asian parents, like they, you can either be a doctor or a lawyer because yeah. those are typically the ones that make the most money. I think that's what they're going at. But if you're anything else, like a, I feel sometimes it's not even money. It's more about like the, the social the, standing. The, the ability to brag in front of the, yeah. to stand up for or yourself. Like, oh, really. my son's a lawyer. Oh, my yeah. son's a doctor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know it's a stereotype, but it's it is a thing. But although, like with a new generation, people are kind of changing their minds. Like uh, yeah. parents are becoming more supportive of like artists and coming going to art school. A lot of people I've seen recently, and then a lot more like people don't go to colleges anymore, and then they just start their own business, and then yeah, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. They're becoming more supportive, but definitely within the older generation, that's kind of a thing where they're like, yeah, you probably should be a doctor you probably Uh should be a lawyer i mean we talked a lot about like these stereotypes um like do you think that's true like students in china only study and they have no social life i mean i see it because like you know how in china they have different high schools too like we were talking about the divisions yeah but there's like the normal high school there's like the international high schools and then there's also a thing called vocational high school oh yes yeah and it's the vocational high school is for more people that can't get can't even get into the normal high school mm-hmm. and then people like that are typically more i see what i see on the social media especially when i'm like on chinese social media and they typically either usually go to government assigned jobs or like either they go to like just start and start like streaming because streaming is a big thing and then it's like or like working like factories yeah working like, factories like government assigned jobs yeah and then, it's just crazy thinking of that and then i mean i can see why that is definitely a stereotype just because uh-huh. of the things that we just talked about however i do have like all my friends on social media like we chat and they post you know the fun activity like they uh-huh. go out they post like their you know food that they eat like their boba so it's not like they do have a social life that's for sure yeah. it's but... international school? No, no 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 like normal normal, normal high, high school, school. yeah mm-hmm. normal high school like I mean, they do have fun, they do have social life, but I think it's just more prioritized in the studying, which is why where that stereotype comes from, but it's definitely not true, like, at all. Yeah, but I think it definitely is, like, compared to, like, see, like, American, like, education, you do kind of sometimes see, like, the Chinese kids that come over, like, in the universities, they typically are, like, a bit smarter, like, a bit more They're either smarter, they're rich. Yeah. Which is also a stereotype, but you know, like yeah. it, it's one of those stereotypes. So at the end of the day, I think a lot of stereotypes, like uh, Asian students have a lot more pressure, is true. Uh, family has a lot of expectations of uh, what their kids get into, what kind of classes they're taking, and uh, what kind of majors they're going to specialize in. Uh, but also, there are some stereotypes as well. So. We're just here to provide more information and for for more people to understand um, students in China. Yeah, sounds good. And that's it, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you.